So, um, but yes, now you notice, by the way, um, when you are looking at Diego Maradona, but this is not the way that he sounded. This is not his voice at all. And uh, he looks down at you and says with a grin, Well, it's a pleasure to have you all here. I see that we've followed each other quite a bit, haven't we? He says, Welcome to my little roost here in Waterdeep, where I'm free to be bore myself, my friends. And he kind of does on the fiddle a little bit of a just just a bit, um, and then smiles at you and says, "So what brings you here?" Um, now you can see the crowd is starting to break up a little bit. Um, the uh, dance competition obviously is over for the moment. I'm still at the bar. I'm ordering another drink. Okay. Um, I've got my drink, so I'm going to start. Yeah. First. <laughs> well, hell, I probably, mate. I probably drunk that. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, Celsa, you're the only one, then, uh, that he's sort of speaking to as he sees you. Well, we meet again, my friend. He Some says, might think this is more than coincidence. He yeah, says, could it be? And you actually, that's true, Greta, because you now have arrived at the side of the crowd. You were able to see that, as, as I mentioned. So you and Celsa are both there. Um, River, uh, by the way, you're about three quarters of the way through this um, bucket. Yeah. You're starting to feel a little, uh, you know, you love food and you definitely like that beer, but you haven't had the combination of these things in quite this way. And there's, it's not, you're a little, a little bit of rumbling in the tummy going on, you know, it's yeah. not, it's a little, like, yeah, <laughs> it's, it's like, bleh. yeah, now that, that's a good question. Do you slow, do you slow down in your eating despite this reaction or are you just like... <laughs> Damn the torpedoes! Like I, I slow down. I slow down because everything's still spinning a lot, yes. and I'm like, I'm like having a hard time. I'm just like holding the bucket, like. <sighs> <laughs> yeah, so, it's yeah. it's definitely spinning now. It feels to you like, um, in addition to the room spinning, it's like spinning up and around. You're not hungry anymore. Um, you may not, but the room's still spinning. You also feel just like very uncomfortable and. Um, and the, uh, bartender sort of looks over and is like, all right, I've seen that one before. And, um, he actually gets, um, behind the bar and he says, all right, lads, clear space, clear space. And he sort of clears a space around you river. And he's like, right now do whatever you need to do. And he goes back behind the counter. (laughs) Um, he has not specified any of this. I'll come back to you in a bit. Um, Urash, you're, you actually hear him do all this. You can actually see that River looks to be somewhat distressed. Uh, but you also are wondering why the music stopped, presumably. Um, because, again, the dance seems to have half broken up. Celsic and Greta, you are still facing, of course, the Osk Thunderhale slash Diego Maradona character in front of you. Yeah. Let's face him. <laughs> so he's, he looks down and he says, well, what can I do for you, my friends? Why have you come back to my establishment here? Well, do we call you Osk, or do we call you Diego? That depends on where you find me, my lad. But generally here, you can know me as Osk Thunderhail. And if you were to find me when I wasn't paying attention, not that that would ever happen, I'd answer to that name first. Diego Maradona, though, is a useful way to get information when I'm visiting other places and cities. Good ways to get information about, um... Oh, economic factors and how they move from city to city, if you follow what I mean. And maybe the routes that they take to go from city to city and how well looked after they are and whether they'd be missed. I think I could follow the cut of your jib. He says, that's precisely right. 
He says, so, um, now that we understand each other, the question is, what are you doing here? Believe it or not, we were actually told to seek you out. Uh, looking, I believe you are the captain of the Moon Maiden. And he says, uh, Captain of the Moon Maiden? <laughs> and some of the people around him who hear this conversation, uh, all a bunch of rough and ready types, look like pretty hard, you know, hard-edged guys, you know, all sort of looking at each other. Um, they all start laughing a little bit. In the background, you hear, Rock! like some parrot squawking in the background. And uh, he says, um, oh, I mean, there's lots of rumors about where I do and don't uh, spend my days and nights, but at the moment, I spend most of my time in the Fest Hall. Who exactly would be telling you that uh, Ask Thunderhail would be captaining a ship like the Moon Maiden? Right. Trying to remember five minutes ago. Well, <laughs> what's happened since then? <laughs> uh, hang on. Has anyone got some info that can help with that? So I've literally what's got Hanging Lantern, Oscar Thunderhail, Moon Maiden Captain. That's my notes. <laughs> yeah, so we've got the Hanging Lantern. We're in the Hanging Lantern. We're looking for Oscar Thunderhail because yeah. the Moon Maiden sighted some floating debris between Luskan and Waterdeep, and that's where the yeah. um, dancing wave disappeared it. let me just jot that down okay yeah well, quest we... log everyone quest log mm -hmm. <laughs> i have some notes <laughs> you have to scroll down a little bit to get to it <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> well um, we were asked to look into the disappearance of the dancing wave and we've been led to believe that the moon maiden had, may have cited debris relating to it and um he uh sort of looks down and says um so you've heard about that, have you? Now let's just say that I had seen this dancing wave you make reference to. Um, what would it? What would be in it for someone who wanted to relay this information to you? You might say. Suppose it depends on how they valued their information. And he nods. He says, "Well, I can tell you this information might be of great value to you if you're interested in finding it, of course." Uh, and I would be more than happy to give that information as long as the uh, price is right. Understandable. I believe um, the, the information as to the fate of the Dancing Wave is worth something to someone, so there could be some sort of helper's fee vis-a-vis -vis information. Good. That's where talking my language. See, lads? He doesn't uh, can't win a dancing contest against old Pegleg, but he certainly knows how to talk to someone about business. That's what I like to see. Very well, then. And he says, uh, step into my office. And he jumps down from the table. His men sort of uh, smoothly clear a space for him as he does. And he points down to the bench opposite. So his office apparently is the table. <laughs> I saw a gesture for Greta to follow me and just look around to see what's going on with River and Urash currently. I follow, um, I'm checking you, I follow on you and, I keep, and I keep glaring at Diego. <laughs> okay. He keeps uh, either relentlessly ignoring you or smiling whenever he sees you looking at him. Um, yeah, I don't smile back. <laughs> uh, okay. In the meantime, River, um, you are really not feeling well. And at this point, I'm going to need you to make another constitution saving throw here. Don't throw up on anyone's shoes. Yeah. Yeah, I probably do. So, 
Yeah. Pew, so pew, the, the thing pew, about it is, pew. you know, it occurs to you Just that this because is because you don't want to be nicknamed Hu anymore. <laughs> exactly. There's basically right, right. There's basically I don't think I've ever been in a campaign where two people have, have vomited in the same campaign. Uh, but um, now oh, two people so far. The, the two people exactly. The the campaign is young. That is still young. Um, and so he'll let the river flow. Ugh, geez, that's disgusting. God. Um, so the thing about it is that, you know, you, you recognize as you are puking up most of the contents of your stomach that, um, apparently you didn't really chew that much so that the kielbasa is more or less coming out the same way that it went in all linked together, you know? Um, and, uh, so it all is, it's there on the floor making a pretty wide space now you can see why this space was cleared out uh no one pays attention except possibly Urash, but everyone else is just like not paying attention at all um when your uh, stomach feels much when you're feeling much much better um the uh bartender kind of looks over and um nods and says um right um be two copper for the cleanup if you can salvage any of the kielbasa i'll knock a copper off it for you and, um... I was about to ask how drunk I was because if I was still really drunk, I think I'd want the food. <laughs> You're kind of not. I mean, I'm not that drunk. Y well, yeah, you've purged a lot of that initial okay. drunkenness, but um, under normal circumstances, you might have been like, yes, that 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 would that would go from really fun to really incredibly even more disgusting than normal. Uh, leading up, to I um, I will give him two. I will rack up my debt and I will give him another two copper and I will ask him for some water uh, and not the some good water, not the trough crap. And he says, ah, "Good water. What do you think this is, lad? Water deep?" <laughs> and he laughs at his own joke. Um, and then he um, pulls out uh, what looks like basically a a. Uh, pitcher of some kind a wooden pitcher and he pours water into a mug which certainly seems waterish to you i mean it certainly seems right. like water and he says um right that one's on the house thank you okay yeah, i'll hand it to i'll hand it to river i'll, I'll pat her back very very gently and i'll say look yeah sorry about that um drink this slowly and just take it easy for the rest of the night by the way this is gonna suck in the morning yeah well why do you drink socks Say as I'm drinking the water. <laughs> <laughs> that's a good question. That's a really good question, and I've never thought about it. But yeah, that's a good question. <laughs> as you two are, and I, do, uh, I do this as I'm drinking my beer. Yeah, yeah like one hand beer, second hand yeah. like anything. Yeah, okay. Yeah, that's a that's a good that's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Uh, meanwhile, Greta and Celsa, you were sitting on the bench opposite um, uh, opposite Ask Thunderhale, um, and he sits there with his um, hands folded, and he says, "Right, let's talk payment first. Once that's settled, we can work out what happens next." Okay then. He says, "Now the question is, what um, what are you willing to give for this information?" Well, we haven't been promised anything specific, so I'm, I'm willing to front two gold as a gesture of good faith. Two gold? And he kind of laughs and sort of says, two gold, two gold. No, laddie, laddie, you, you don't really understand. Um, I'm not looking for money here, lad. It's magic what I'm after. I'm looking for um, some more um, of the magical qualities that you might possess. If you have any such thing on you. 
maybe you could just decide to help us because it's the right thing to do. He looks at you sort of thunderstruck, like, oh, you know you're right, Greta. Why didn't I think about that? Lads, lads, I could, all along, I could have just done the right thing to help people. Okay. Instead of, and, and, and they're all sort of looking at him. He's like, I, I don't know why I didn't think about it before. Uh, maybe, uh, let me think about, oh, because I would never do that ever. Are you kidding me? You don't do something to help other people without something in it for you. The question is whether or not what I've got is something you're willing to pay. And let me tell you, this is information you'll want to have if you're looking for the dancing wave. I stare at him in my mind like, yeah, and I could set people on fire all the time, but I also don't do that. Mm -hmm. But I'm not saying it. No, I know. I have just had a uh, see. So I'm sort of rummaging with a pack, just sort of saying, just, just loud enough for him to overhear to like see potion of water breathing, potion of healing, pixie dust. Uh, oh God, you've still got my pixie dust, haven't you? <laughs> What can I say? I'm a ranger who is a pack rat. Yeah. yeah. Quite a maniac. Pack ranger, so to speak. Yeah. I um, sort of look up and grab, have you got anything? I, currently, I just got to, like a death stare. Yeah. <laughs> right. I sort of lean oh, over. No, like, no, no. <laughs> waving my hand between them. That's uh, at this stage. You want to give him something, really? Like after this? We need the information. Maybe somebody else got the information. I mean, he he wouldn't be have been there alone. He must have had a crew or something. Maybe some kind of decent person was on that ship. You're welcome to go look for him. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna usher River to uh, towards. I'm uh, the, I'll go Kelsey off. With me. I, I, I look at Celsius and say, I'll go, off and, I'll, go, I'll go off and check on River. And, um, but maybe I can leave you a little guidance. And I'm gonna, I'm gonna, like, put my hand on Celsius' shoulder while I'm turning away, walking away, and I'm um, do, putting the spell guidance on him. Okay. Okay. Uh... That is, um, uh, once before the spell ends. Um, the target can roll a d4 and add the number rolled to one ability check of its choice. Okay. Nice. But it's only very short, so it should be um, you do, like in the next yeah. minute, just in case you're like, I don't know, bartering with him or anything. Yeah. It only goes on for a short amount of time. But yeah, and then I walk over, then I walk over to, to River okay. and let, let you do your thing. And I'm not setting anybody on fire or anything. <laughs> Yet. <laughs> Okay. Right. Just having a look what I could use possibly to make use of that. Okay, so while while that happens, mm -hmm. we, we kind of meet in the middle then. Because yep. River and myself are walking towards that table where you guys are. And people are sort of separating. Some people are let you know, have left the fest hall or they're moving to the side, so it's a little bit easier to move now. And Gray, you see like River does not look well, like at all. Nope. And I'm 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 a few beers in. <laughs> but by this point. I'm not sure how much I drank during the dancing contest, but I'm 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 a bit tipsy now. Um, is it like obvious that she, that she's not not feeling well? I would say it's. I mean, unless River is going to tell is is trying to make conscious efforts to hide that she's not feeling well, it's pretty obvious. I don't know. Are uh, you River? I, I don't care who you see. 
Yeah. <laughs> I'm not making any conscious efforts. Although the second that Greta walks into my vision line of sight, I'm like, where's your sister go? <laughs> <laughs> um, we, we will talk about that tomorrow. Maybe, maybe just sit down. Oh, no, with this I, stuff, you're not going to be doing anything with it tomorrow. <laughs> I, look, I look at her. I look at her just like, one of us is going to be carrying this one tomorrow. She just had like one beer. What is up with her? Snowflake, the snowflake doesn't drink. What can I say? It's gross. I'm glad that they stopped turning the bar though, because that was very uncomfortable. I just look. I'm like, yeah, it it, it sucks when that happens, but yeah, I'm glad that stopped. Yeah. Did you give her some? Did you get her, give her some water already? Yeah, That's she's great. got some. She has a mug between like her hands that I assume she's just like, yeah, exactly. Sipping, yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um so uh, just just stay here and if you feel very, very queasy. Oh uh, no, focus, focus, I won't focus. feel queasy again. The floor's already clean. <laughs> what? Don't ask. Don't ask. It's fine. It's fine. Just have focus. them talk. What can I say? Just, just, just focus on the mug, okay? Just, just focus yeah. on the mug of water. Mm -hmm. That's a good mug of water, and it's, it's with you. Yeah, I love it. I'm just, I turn. I'm just like, water's gonna make you feel better. Just don't drink it all at once, okay? Small sips. It'll, also, it'll make you feel worse if you if you drink lots of it. Also, Urash, there was a big surprise over there. That Diego Maradona guy is a real douchebag. Who would have thought? Who? What? Why are we talking about that guy? The, the fiddler, he's Diego Maradona, like I said. And he's like, he was just like playing a role and now he's in his home what? turf. And he's like even being a bigger douchebag than he was before. <laughs> and now he wants some magical item from Celsic in exchange for information about the, the boat we're looking for. Uh, looking for. And, Celsic is will, and, Celsic, and Celsic is willing to give it to him. No, I was gonna, I was gonna, I was gonna barbecue him. Can I do that? It's okay. Mm -hmm. I walk towards the table. <laughs> the table staying, with Celsig and uh, yeah. okay, yep. I'm staying with River. Okay. All right, you get back over, Celsig. Uh, in the <laughs> meantime, what have you been doing in chatting so I'm with? There. Um, so yeah, uh, first of all, I'm gonna be like, well, magic comes in many shapes and sizes and forms. Uh, you know, uh, you could have a magic rock or a magic sword or an enchanted piece of chicken. What sort of magic interests you, Osk? And he, he stops, he goes, Not the enchanted piece of chicken, that's for sure. <laughs> and um, they sort of, and the people, they laugh kind of not very pleasantly. And mm -hmm. he says, um, However, I'm not too picky. What I'm looking for is something of magical value that I might be able to get some value of myself or perhaps resell on the uh, open market. Really, I'm just continuing to move the economy forward. It's important to do so in these dark times. You might call me a uh, captain of industry, in addition to being the captain of a ship. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, we as adventurers, we don't necessarily have things to hand, but we have our tendencies to come into such things as we are following investigations. And maybe some things could be diverted towards you. He says, ah, well, I have some tendencies as well. The tendencies to give you information as soon as you've had the tendency to give me the magic that I require. When that happens, I'm happy to provide you the information I have. And at this point, um, Urash has come up alongside. And he says, ah, yes, the barbarian. It's good to see you again. 
I uh, and, hope it's a pleasure to have you back here now that we're all in our more normal guises. And he kind of, you know, looks you up and down again and um, doesn't say that dismissively, just kind of like, you know, hey, we meet again type of thing. Could I maybe use the guidance now to like roll for insight to see if I can figure out some way to get past his wall that he's putting up? Uh, you need to be a little more specific than that. Yeah. Um, it's it because remember, insight is really kind of getting a sense of where he's at. If mm -hmm. you if you wanted to do an insight to see whether or not he's being truthful about whether he'll give you information, that you pretty much can take a good guess that he's willing to give you information. Mm -hmm. How reliable it is, you don't know, but yeah. he certainly is willing to give you information. You can do that without even the benefit of an insight check. Oh. Yeah, I'm just again just trying to make use of guidance before it wears off since it'd be a shame. Yeah, yeah. no, no, I know. Um, yeah, I just try for a persuasion just to see if I can get him to budge at all. Like maybe we could give him a deposit. We get the deposit back when we bring him a nice gold shiny magic item. Okay. So yeah, I so, say. Well, what if we offer you a deposit and? When some magical items find their way to you, you know, through totally legitimate means, you could return the deposit since we obviously can't get very far without our funds. And he sort of, he kind of narrows his eyes and he says, You mean to tell me you don't have any magic so far? You've been doing quite a bit of adventuring, even since I saw you in Neverwinter. You mean you don't have anything else? Not on me. <laughs> so Rush wants to chip in at this point. <laughs> I'm just, I'm just drinking my beer right now. But I'm gonna, I'm gonna kind of, I look at. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm swaying slightly, but I'm kind of look at Diego and kind of go. I mean, I could try. Hang on, hang on, boss. I got this. So let me get this right. So we're looking for a ship that sank, potentially. You might have information on that ship, but you. Diego, Bosk, Thunderpants, whatever you want to call yourself, <laughs> who's already been lying to us, is basically now saying, uh, take another drink of my beer, that you're not going to give us the information without a magic item in return. And only a magic item that you yourself deem worthy enough for this information. Am I on the, am I on the right track here, uh, Dosk, Diegos, whatever your name is? And he says, um, why, yes, my burly friend. I'd say that's fairly accurate, although uh, I'm more or less willing to accept most magic you'd be willing to give me. I don't expect miracles. Okay, I'm going to very quickly, and I'll use a roll for this if you want me to, um, take my axe out and bury it into the table. Okay. Um, go ahead and... Uh, no, I don't think you need to do a roll for that. Um, okay. So you lower it, so... Uh, so sim no, no, similar to, like, you know when someone is... is threatening someone and they like stab a knife into the table oh, it's yeah. now in the table it's like so you do that a, there is a magic item for you right there diego so I tell you what you want this magic item that bad it's yours however to take this near legendary magical item from me i need to be dead now in order to do that this quest is probably going to end up killing us all Let's be honest, we don't do anything. We're all going to die anyway. However, you give us this information. You know me. You've probably been watching us for a while. I'm not exactly the safe sort. I will be throwing myself into dangerous situations left, right, and center. You want this very dangerous, very legendary magical axe 
from me, I'll leave it to you. Or you could not, and we could just take this outside. I could turn you and your mates into soup. So as you, as you, so you say all this, and Celsi, you're kind of like looking up, down, up, down, and you notice that the the fest hall has grown deadly silent. Like all of the conversation has stopped, and uh, there seems to be a very palpable tension in the air. Um, Oscar looks at you sort of with his arms folded, um, has this kind of bemused, not amused, bemused um, kind of expression on his face. Um, and kind of leans back a little bit and uh, sort of looks you up and down and says, hmm, he says, I see. So essentially what you're doing is threatening me and telling me that you're going to kick my arse up and down the Sword Coast and all of my mates if uh, we don't give you what you want for free. Is that about the size of it? Now, at this point, uh, Celsic, you notice that there's got to be a good, like, 40 guys um, around yeah, you, sort I of all circling you. Now using guidance roll for perception to see if anyone's <laughs> maybe going for weapons or something. Sure, I mean, if you, you know, that's, that's definitely <laughs> I the case. I think it's almost a certainty, but let's make <laughs> sure. So that's 12 plus 4, 16. Um, yeah, I mean, there there is absolutely the case that you hear the sound of, like, daggers being loosened of like you know but like you know the sound of things being yeah. drawn out of sheets um so. you uh also notice um greta uh you notice suddenly that all right well that's the night uh, says the bartender and immediately like da -da 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 -da, like out the back door uh behind the bar and closes it um and um you you notice that like the bar somehow in the process of doing this he's closed down the bar counter and taken away the cask like he basically closed up for the night without you noticing how he did this um and then is basically out you know out behind the door um so you all you notice that it's deadly silent now and Oscar is just sort of staring at you uh Urush, and at the so axe. i don't want this I don't want to fight, which is weird for me, but I've, I've had enough to drink that I just want to go to bed, to be honest with you. So I'd like to sell this as peacefully as possible. You're a man who knows your magical items. You've heard of the Berserker's Axe, right? You've, you've heard of the Axe of Blood. Any he... point, I gesture to the Axe. And he says, um, the Axe of Blood. That's it. I, and I, I've heard, and you hear some whispering, and, oh, it's an Axe of Blood. I didn't Axe of you, like, you could hear like whispering through the crowd and, and i um, say just before he continues i say the axe that apparently turns normal men into savages and berserking rampages unable to be stopped until they are put down it's like so imagine what that'll do to me if your men decide that this needs to get violent <sighs> oh, okay. Um, <laughs> River, how are you feeling? Oh, I'm okay. Why is it real quiet? Um, there might be some violence happening soon, and then we should try to get Urash and Celsic out of the middle of there, and then out of this building. Okay? The okay. other people, the other people here are the bad people. Okay, I'll um. I'll we wait. We, shoes. We, okay. we 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 wait until they. Until they make a move, yeah. maybe Urash gets gets it under control. But if not, we should help them. Really, we should. Should we go? Should we go over there? Should we? Should we sit by them? Uh, no, it's fine. We're in their bags. We have the back bar. We're in a good place here. We we wait. We wait. Okay. And We're in a good you know, spot. You know what? We we need to. This is one of the days that I'm really really like I should have 
more attention to to the to the lessons about neutralizing poisons. You know that? I really should. Yeah. I should have paid attention in that class. I should have, but I, I was not. In, I, I feel like I, I really missed out. It, it seems so. Only paid attention. It was. Class. It was Monday morning at eight a.m. You know, nobody uh, wants that. It's like, no, it's no one took relevant, and it was like you know. Okay, let, let's see how that develops over there. Uh, okay, so um, so you basically. So I will say I yeah. will now end yep. by finishing my drink, putting it carefully on the table, and going. I don't even want this axe, okay? This is a curse, literally a curse. Now, if you were to follow us and I were to die, it's entirely within your right, try and loot this body and take this axe. That's how I got it. However, you wouldn't know what it was. So the second you picked it up, Diego Thunderpants, you would be also cursed. However, I'm giving you that information for free. So I'm trying to have a gesture of good faith there. So he crosses his arms and he says, if you have this axe of blood, as you say, this is a very valuable item that you're possessing, cursed or not. And indeed, there'd be some who'd pay a pretty penny for it. However, a lot of them wouldn't be willing to pay the money to remove the curse first and get the weapon second. He says... And as for wanting to kill you, I don't know whether we need to do any more messing up of the fest hall. And now that a lot of the people have kind of cleared out and are circled around you, you can kind of see the the wide circle of damp liquid where, you know, the, in, in previous minutes, River was involved. Um, um, and quick, quick, uh, quick, quick uh, perception question. Sure. How many how many people I'm assuming like like normal tavern goers have either left or fled? Uh, you know, not that some of them had left previously when the dance broke yep. up, but the rest of them haven't left since then. These people do not look like if you had to guess, this might well be his crew because most of them do not seem to be, you know, leaving. Um, a lot of them Without have turning around. How many am I looking at? Um, 50. 50. Um, okay. There's, there's a five zero. <laughs> there's yeah, a, there's yeah. a lot of, there's a lot of people here, um, around these benches. A lot of them with scimitars and daggers at their belts. Yeah. Um, this is a, you know. It's a rough place. Um, yep. And uh, as he's sort of, you know, so he, he kind of looks around and he says, um, he says, so um, obviously trying to kill you and create more violence isn't what we're looking for here. He says, how about this? I'll take anything, even a small magical item. If you can provide it to me, I will give you some information. And moreover, I might even give you a way to reach the place you're looking for, for this dancing wave. And he folds his arms, you know, or his arms were folded, so they just stay folded. And he gradually leans back and puts his feet up on the table. As he's doing this, you know. I really, I, I just look at, at River, I really wish he would just fall down. <laughs> Well, our character, I have no other items on me. Like, the axe is my only chip. I might have some, but he's not getting some. I have... sick. I don't, though. That's the thing. I did list off every... No, no, he's not having the Harper transport key. I have... I have... I have stuff. I have... Uh, disappear dust. Does he want disappear dust? 
No, he does not want we you. Probably, we probably want to keep all of that. We want that? We could keep that. We yes, would. you should keep that. It's yours. Well, no, but if we give it to the guy, then then we don't have to do a fight because I, I want to go to bed. <laughs> yeah, but still, you would have given it to a bad person and you earned it. It's yours. You should keep it. Was it present? He's a bad guy, yes. Do, should, uh, sh should we set him on fire? Not yet. Okay. I'm pretty sure that they will come. Okay. <laughs> when he will be judged. Then, <laughs> <laughs> quick question of the bracelet sure. that I'm wearing. Yes. What is that? That is magical, and I th want to say, although actually, I, to be honest, I don't have a note on it here, but I believe it was a, um, it was a, br uh, actually, I do, I do know what that was. It was, this uh, was a charge thing, wasn't it? I could use it as, yes. a, as a charge. Yes, um, and it <laughs> well, provided, it. it basically provided facility in combat. So it would, yeah. it, the mechanically, I think what it did was it added like plus one to your attacks during the combat that you activated it for, and there were a certain limited number of charges. This is one that was definitively not cursed. Um, yeah. So. All right, I'll long clip the bracelet and toss it on the table. He says that or the axe. It's your choice. You get the axe when I die, and you know it's cursed, so you pick it up with, like, a rag or something. Or you get this now. And he sort of looks down at the uh, bracelet, and um, before he picks it up, he says, And is this one cursed? Probably not. He kind of looks at you, narrows well, his I'm eyes. I'm not trying to take it back, so I guess not. He picks it up and kind of looks at the bracelet, and then um, he passes it back to, uh, actually, Pegleg, who's standing behind him. And Pegleg sort of looks it up and then um, whispers something into uh, Ask's ear. And Ask um, puts it back on the table and nods, says, That's acceptable, I think. All right, then. I'll take the bracelet, and you've got yourself some information, and, if you want it, a ship. Be aware, though. This ship doesn't always move within the same waters that uh, the people who sent you to find out about this ship might be interested in having you use. We move a little bit um, outside the law. You might call them guidelines, really, he says. Do I hear that? Um, it depends, I guess, on how... F I mean, you were I'm by the bar, I'm, right? So I'm, I'm at the bar with Yeah, no, you don't hear that. He's not yelling it out to the whole crowd. Okay. So it's a smuggler's ship. Say again, I'm sorry, I didn't hear that. So it's a smuggler's ship. He says, ah, it's more than that. He's like, if you want to hear more about this, I can talk to you about it here. Um, and uh, we'll keep our voice kind of low. This is information most of my crew knows something about already. But um, nonetheless, I'd rather not have the lads spreading it to everyone who aren't one of them, if you know what I mean. And he says, All you right. want your whole group here to listen, or just you two? I'm definitely listening, yeah. I think, I think just those two, those two for now. Okay. Um, so he nods, and he says, All right, then. And uh, he says, So, this ship you were looking for, the Dancing Wave, is a transport ship, right? The ship was missing in several weeks overdue. You probably heard that as much from uh, the city. Well, when we were sailing down in the Moon Maiden, this was probably a good, well, I don't know, maybe a week, week and a half ago, engaged in our usual ma 
naval pursuits, and he kind of looks around at everyone. We sighted floating debris. As we went past it in the water, the moon was full, and the light shone down below. And as I went past it, I could see Tidnap subscribing, because that was what he liked to do. <laughs> Thank you, Tidnap, for subscribing and becoming part of the DRM-free community. Give that man a mug of ale, I said to my, to my mate. And he said, sure, and he did that. And after he did that and made Tidnap feel good about himself for being part of the DRM-free community, he went back to the story and said, Captain, look there in the water at the side of the ship. And there in the side of the ship I saw it. One of the massive planks that came from the side. It was the symbol of a lady sitting on the moon. Almost certainly that was the moon maiden symbol. Whatever is left of your ship is now 50 fathoms deep in the water off of Waterdeep Harbor. And so he sort of stops and waits for effect. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, so the moon maiden was sunk as well? Because we're looking for the dancing wave. He says, I'm sorry, the, uh, I, I, I'm sorry, my fault. Out of character, out of DMing, I, my, okay. my fault. Not Moon Maiden, Dancing <laughs> Wave, I'm sorry. He was on the Moon Maiden. He saw the Dancing right. Wave. Beg your pardon. Got it, got it. That, that's beg okay. your pardon. Okay. Sorry. So. I beg your pardon. Never mind, that wasn't destroyed. It was a wave that people were dancing on. That's the symbol that he saw. Sorry. <laughs> beg your pardon. Sorry. Anyway, so that was what you saw. <laughs> so okay. he waits so for what, effect. So what else have you got for us? Because right now, that we already knew that. Mm. He says... Perhaps you won't know this, though. Go on. Um, he says, first of all, there's no other Waterdavian merchant ships that have gone missing of late. And I've seen... Excuse me a minute. My son is screaming his head off. I want to make sure that he's okay. This is why I actually got distracted. Just give me one second to make sure that yeah, my son yeah, is yeah, not dead. Yeah, yeah. I'll be right back. <laughs> give me one second. <laughs> Let's talk more about Pirate's cosplay. Yeah! <laughs> <laughs> What is this cosplay you're talking about? The one that's on the stream that says Soaks to Dragon cosplay. <laughs> do, 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 how does Dragon cosplay work? Do I have to, like, to paint my face? No, you have to actually shot. breathe fire. Yes. What? You actually, have... yeah. Yes. Fire. Every good Dragon cosplayer I've seen has been able to breathe fire. fire. They've been able to fly as well, which is impressive. Mm -hmm. But, you know, I mean, the, the, the passion and the dedication to these people is just second to none. Breathing fire is not the problem. I can actually do that. Wait, can you actually do that? <laughs> yes. Yeah. No, just, I, I, go, I did, just I, I, did, I, did, I did fire breathing in, a, in like a youth circus thing. Oh. So I could do that. But I'm not sure I should do it inside here. Ebenezer might get angry. <laughs> Maybe not in any place. <laughs> just tell him you're cooking. <laughs> what are you doing flambe <laughs> okay uh, I'm, just, I'm just doing like ill like doing something special for stream <laughs> yeah sorry about that guys uh i oh my god um he is he's having a complete total meltdown so i apologize hopefully you can't hear that in the background the rest of the family is dealing with it Anyway, um, so, <laughs> where was I? Um, yeah, so he was uh, waiting for effect, uh, and then you said more. Oh, yes, he was giving you more information. Um, so he said, um, the other information I've got you is this. Two nights before I saw the destroyed ship that we're talking about here, the Dancing Wave, I was out on the deck as usual. There was a moon almost full. As I said, it was full two days later when I found your ship, but it was almost full. It was heading that direction, and... It was a beautiful starry night, not a cloud in the sky, and I could see all directions across the ocean. As I looked, I saw a ship as big as a mountain 
prowling the northern waters. If it were up to me, oh, hold on, this is my daughter probably checking for me. So just co cogitate on the uh, mountain ship as big as a mountain. All right, giant boat. Yeah, a giant boat. Boat with giants on. Yeah, yeah. giant. That that That's sounds plausible. Ship as boat. big as a mountain, definitely. Giants on a giants. boat. It's like snakes on a on a plane, only worse. <laughs> Wait, like a million times worse. That's worse. I don't know. You see giants coming. Giant, giants, giants on a boat. Like a little vent. <laughs> like giants, well, giants coming, but harder to defend against. So it's more yeah. just like sheer terror. Whereas you don't see the snakes coming, but you can always just kick them off the plane. Yeah, you and don't really get giants <laughs> popping out of a toilet. <laughs> that right. That's it. Otherwise, it's a big ass toilet. That's what I'm gonna say. <laughs> What if, what if we go on there and we're the snakes? Oh. We're the snakes on a boat. Or, I like, I like this plan better. We just tell Pyron to set the boat on fire when it's still at sea. Because then we either have <gasps> flambe giants or drowned giants. But that will make loot recovery difficult. Yeah, that's true, actually. We may have to take that hit. I'm kind of Hang on, hang on, hang on. Whoa, time out. Do we not have a potion of water breathing? Give me half an hour. If I'm not back in half an hour, wait half an hour and set fire to the boat. Yeah. <laughs> so we set fire to the boat. It sinks. The giants drown. Someone drinks the potion of water breathing, goes down and just, I don't know, salvage yeah. the balloon. I don't see a Care problem. Get a potion of water breathing. Use Greta's saddle so that we can go faster under the water. We're not taking my pony. Okay. <laughs> All right. So again, so sorry. My apologies. Sorry. I will just. Um, I will, no, 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 no. I will just go over there. I will just go. Oh, I will just water walk over there. Then I will sink the ship, and then I just water walk back. Yeah, this is true. You could just like screw a hole in the side of the ship. Yes. Are you making plans on getting this ship? That was okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So far, we we have decided we're going to burn the ship down. Okay. Because uh, drowned giants are better than. Oh, we'll see where the and, and if we take my pony, I want the pony to get the potion of water breathing. Yeah, yeah, no, absolutely, absolutely. I'm not quite sure how that's going to work if the pony sinks but can breathe, and then you are walking <laughs> on the water. Well, I have the saddle. <laughs> it, it cannot, the pony cannot get rid of me anymore with the new saddle. So you're gonna, so you're gonna use the walking on water, and then because the saddle must be, stay attached to the pony, you'll basically have the pony below the level of the water, like zzz, like hovercraft, basically as you as you go across the water. Is that how this works? I can also, yeah, I, can also I can also cast pony. water walking on the pony. I would like to point out. Okay, <laughs> oh, that's actually true. You could. You you could do all yeah, of those things. But he, I'm like I'm like the best person to attack a ship ever. Yeah, no, this is, I know. I mean, you're this is like built for this, absolutely. But he yes. says, um, he's like, um, but I've seen a ship as big as a mountain that was prowling the northern waters. If oh, yeah. it were me, I'd put any kind of money you like that that thing attacked and destroyed the dancing wave, and uh, based on what I saw, it didn't survive the attack. That thing would probably have whatever you were looking for within it. I um I look grimly to Selsig. Uh, because we both know it's giants. Always is. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you're right. We we didn't know that. We didn't know that specific detail. Mm -hmm. Are there any other details you know that we might want to know? He says just one. There isn't a ship you'll find in any of the docks in Waterdeep that'll go anywhere close to the place where the dancing wave was destroyed. 
Again, I haven't heard of any merchant ships going down. Part of that is because they're all heading south and upwards. But heading up north? That hasn't been happening as of late. And I know this, of course, because most of my business used to be between here and Luskin. Haven't been able to get up there for some time, mostly because of this situation. And, sure, Waterdeep can survive for a while with trading to the cities to the south, but if it really wants to continue to be the city that it is, it's got to be able to trade northwards as well, and it can't just do that all on land. In other words, as long as this situation continues, and captains refuse to bring ships up there, this whole city is, as you might say, sunk. Except, of course, for me. Because I'm willing to take myself and my scurvy crew, and they all... He says that last word loud enough that his crew can hear it, so they all kind of chuckle. He says, up there. Now... This is a dangerous thing, and I'm not at all convinced that any of you, or even me, is ready to handle it right now. But when you are ready, we'll be around here. You'll be able to find me, and you can take the ship to find that ship if need be. What we do with it when you find it, well, I'll leave that to the warriors in the group, and of course, the people of faith. And he inclines his head towards, now I know Greta's not there, but he inclines his head basically towards the direction of the bar, like where he knows Greta obviously should be. Could we do, can I do some sort of check to maybe see if I have any knowledge of what a giant ship might be made of? Because for some reason in my head, I'm thinking it's probably made of rock. Uh, well, you could make, um, hmm. It's not made of, it's not made of wood, but it's made of trees, if that makes sense. <laughs> um, it's just a forest. I'm just thinking it's going to be something where I'll set it on fire from a far plant isn't going to work, and then we're going to have to be on a ship full of giants. I mean, your experience is not necessarily with naval stuff per se. Mm -hmm. If you wanted to do a history check to see if you knew of stories of such yeah. things, you could certainly do that, if you like. I'll give I... that a try. I wonder if the Eleven. ship has, has, has a hat. Say, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> so have the ability to call on him? Um, do you know, I think I still have that horn. Mm-hmm. do, don't I? Yeah. That, yep. But I was carrying <laughs> that on my back. Um, when you, uh, okay, so when you make the, um, history check, I mean, not specifically Celsic, you have heard of these enormous, uh, you know, man of wars, you know, uh, uh, juggernaut type ships that, um, were built before, but a lot of them come from the distant past. Um, and they probably would have been made out of similar material as they're made now, just a whole lot of it. You know, you would need to make a huge ship like what he's describing. You would need to have tons and tons of wood. You would need to have presumably tons of, you know, uh, it would need to be able to carry the weight of a bunch of cannons and uh, that type of thing. So that would be your guess in terms of what it is that you would see. The thing that gets you, though, and this you do know um, just based upon your stories that you've heard of it, it's not even so much the ship, although that's pretty impressive by itself. It's the manpower. How do you get enough people to actually run this ship? You know, you can't run it with two people. You've got to have people that can actually man the ship. And that's a good number of people. And according to what he said, that thing has never tried to come close and land in Waterdeep. Um, because it certainly would have been noticed if it did. So where is it getting supplied? Where is this, you know, all of that stuff. But in terms of materials, I mean, you don't know of anything different in materials that you're aware of. I sort of turn to the others and say, I don't know, I think we might need some help for this if we go after it. I mean, it's a giant ship. 
it is by very definition a giant ship. Giant ship, yeah. Yeah. I don't think alternative distribution ship is really going to do enough. No. Have we? Have you turned back to the bar and told us about these things? Not yet, no. Okay, then we're, I'm just still standing there and waiting for you. Pretty much, yeah. You're you're just kind of looking after River at the moment. Um, yeah, that that feels a little beyond us. Um, he oh, says, oh. Um, of course, part of what uh, you might want to consider is <clears throat> gathering more information about this ship before you go finding it. Um, I doubt you're going to find any survivors at this point. So why would you recommend finding more information about it? He says, well, that information probably needs to be found with the people who set this ship up. And the only way to gather information I know about that is to find out what's behind all of this, uh, you know, and he kind of waves his hands, this chaos that's been going on here in the Sword Coast. Um, he's like, you could, of course, try to go up and down the coast, patrolling, if you will, seeing if you can track down smaller ships. Maybe if you were to start looking through the halls of some of the other ships up and down the coast, you might, as other, um, of the other taverns and so on up and down the coast, you might get information that way. But I can promise you that no one else knows about this ship or as much about the ship as I do, and I bet I'm the only one who's seen it. In fact, most of the people I talk to tell me that I'm crazy, and that finally, Osk Thunderdale has taken his, uh, Thunderdale has taken leave of his senses. Um, but I know what I saw, and this thing was enormous. Oh no, I I believe you. I believe, I believe yeah. given our experience, we know exactly why it was that size. And he sort of um he says, um, the only thing I can tell you is to try to get some allies on your side before you go. My lads are good enough in a fight, I suppose, and we'll man the ship for you, but I'm not gonna send them into a suicide mission either. Finding the ship is one thing. A direct frontal assault? Uh, one magic bracelet isn't going to be enough for that, I'm afraid. We do know at least stories of a group who could get the job done. I say looking up mm. at Urash. Is it true? No matter the cost. All the collateral damage. Indeed. But if it's operating out at sea, mm. how much collateral is there to damage? Indeed. Alright, cool. I'll take my axe out of the table and put it back in my back. <laughs> You're like, <laughs> like yeah. I like the yeah, idea I that just... it was still quivering the entire time too. Yeah. Okay. Still quivering with evil. Right. Okay, you do that. Yeah. Um I kind of I have motion to Solstig, but we should probably go. Mm -hmm. Alright, he says, um so he slides the bracelet back and he says uh, back, you know, into his pouch and he says, um it's a pleasure doing business for you. We'll play business for you and with you. He's like, um, if you have need of me, you can probably find me here, or you can come here and ask the lads to track me down. We might be taking a couple of small side journeys here and there, just out a couple of days at a time, but we won't be gone for longer than a few days at most, at least not for the next few months. So you have that long to get back and make use of the um, ship you hired yourself today. All right. Thanks. And he nods and he says, good luck to you. And um, may the uh, wind be always in your sails. <laughs> and he plays a dun, dun, dun on the fiddle, like three notes. 